Hey, what's up, guys? This is Carmela, and today we're going to be talking about Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Scarlett Johansson and Roman Griffin Davis. The first part of this episode will be spoiler-free, and the second part will be spoiler-filled. I thought this movie was really sweet, but really sad, so let's get into it. Watch with sound! What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Andicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And today, we're going to be doing the film Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi, starring Scarlett Johansson, Roman Griffin Davis. And yeah, for the (laughs) spoiler-free section of this episode, Carmela, what do you think of the movie? I thought it was beautiful and very charming, um, but most of all, heartbreaking. Um, I thought everyone's performance was really good, and um, I was actually surprised how little Taika Waititi's Adolf, like, sh- like he would show up every now and then, but I thought he'd be more, more, more prominent. Involved, yeah, yeah. More prominent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it balanced the serious... Um, subject matter with humor very well Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of what Taika Waititi is like good at like he knows what he's doing with like comedy Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm not sure if this is his first satire movie but it's fine Um, (laughs) and yeah I I thought it was like a very well contained like quaint story and you know I I watched it and I like you experience it and you like kind of think about it a little bit afterwards but because it was like finished so well like you kind of just I don't know I didn't really think about it anymore after that if Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah um yeah I thought it was a great movie too very sweet very sad definitely Scarlett Johansson's best acting performance (laughs) (laughs) because I low-key hate her a little bit but (laughs) I just yeah um but yeah the subject matter was something that I really wanted to see of how it was handled um especially with something being serious as like Nazis and genocide and stuff like that um I think you Daika Watiti really had to tippy-toe around this because already before even released it had like a bunch of flack for being this movie about Nazi Germany and the whole idea of genocide and stuff like that. So I think how he handled this subject matter was really good. Um, not in the sense of like, it'll offend you and it's funny. It's more of the sense of like, it was handled with respect and um, sort of like comedy, but respecting the subject matter for what it is. Mm-hmm. It wasn't pushing or offending any point in time unless you're a nazi you're obviously gonna be offended by this movie (laughs) also you should be offended because you're a fucking nazi but like i digress but like for the most part the subject matter was handled really well and that's something i wanted to see with this movie and see how if it would be offensive to people or not um how do you feel about it I, i i mean i'm not jewish but i don't i didn't feel offended at any point in the movie right um I thought that them, like, it focusing more on the relationship between, like, specific characters was 
what kind of gave it like the most heart and like I'm kind of glad it focused on that other rather than um I don't know other like portions of the movie like and it was that, that aspect was like very unexpected um yeah in ter- like for in terms of like the subject matter overall I think I'm still trying to figure out like what and like we can we'll touch into this more deeply in the spoiler filled um version of this episode but yeah I'm like I'm almost curious as to like the question of what like yes the subject matter was like very delicate to deal with but was this like was it this necessary you know was this movie necessary and like what what did you get out of it yeah, I think that question is definitely for the second part. Yeah, I kind of get what you're trying to say, and um, and sort of like how that was used as a vehicle to portray this movie. And I don't like obviously, like I said, we're going to talk about the second part, but um, that's a very interesting question because I'm kind of thinking about that too, and I'm sort of thinking about how like how could fragile subject matter be de- dealt with in the future, especially with a lot of things that are happening within the society. Uh, but yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> we talk about that, but we can't talk about it right now. Um, but the way that this movie was used for a vehicle of empathy was very something that I didn't. I kind of saw coming, but didn't see it portrayed in this way. I think uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of a really good take of sort of looking at someone else's shoes and sort of walking in it. Um, but yeah. I personally love this movie. I think we talked about this in the quick take, but it might be in my top list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Just because, like, it was, like, really well done, and, like, the I think the performances really, like, were what blew me, like, the most away. Especially from, like, children, honestly. I was like, man, <laughs> this is, like, really good from a child. And this has been the spoiler-free part of this episode. We're now going to go into deep, deep spoiler territory. So if you haven't watched this movie yet, you definitely should. And then come back to this episode. But if you want to watch it for whatever reason, I'd suggest not to. But it's a free world. So if you want to listen to it, go ahead. But we're going to go into spoiler territory. So let's get into it. All right. You've officially stepped into spoiler-filled territory. Carmela, unfiltered opinion. What'd you think of Jojo Rabbit? Okay, I still thought it was beautiful and charming and heartbreaking, <laughs> but holy shit, very heartbreaking. And I, I, I just like, you know, you get attached to Scarlett Johansson's best performance ever, and then they take it away. They <laughs> take know. it right away. Um, yeah, I just like want to thank Taika Waititi for allowing her to finally be seen in kind of a really good light. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. And like mildly redeem herself for everything. Like I don't I don't hate her. I'm just really disappointed in her. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. Um but yeah, I I I really like this movie. It, it, whenever I think about it, I think about a sad like <laughs> a sad like charm i don't know a sad little thing i'll put in my pocket and like keep forever but not like i won't really revisit that often i i thought the wes anderson influences throughout the movie were like it was like cool to see like the inspiration um but i also like seeing how taika waititi 
style kind of came out too mm-hmm. especially like i mean the only other movie i've seen of his was um thor ragnarok yeah. but very similar like shot and like angle choices and like the way the camera like kind of quips like back and forth to like different characters and like um the type of like really short like quick dialogue between people and it's like pretty realistic too very casual Mm -hmm. which i didn't expect from this movie i think the playfulness really plays into the wes anderson aspect yeah it It was very like we have this serious thing going on but let's have some fun with it (laughs) that's what kind of felt like um especially in the beginning of the movie you know the kid (laughs) 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 like having fun with it and even like the the opening part of the movie it felt like uh hitler was like this rock star in Nazi Germany. (laughs) like they have the crowds like ah like it kind of like felt like the beatles but nazi version yeah um but it's crazy because it sort of flipped the script on me because i already knew this was going to be a comedy but i didn't know how much of it would be so i guess serious and so heartfelt Mm -hmm. um i was expecting like comedy 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 ha ha and then it sort of hit me with the feels and like um the true meaning of like why this movie was made and the vehicle it used to portray what it was trying to say and that's something that like what resonated with me because it totally changed my attitude towards the movie as I was watching it. Because it sort of turned into this, like, serious, like, empathetic, like, look in the mirror, look at the people that you're hurting kind of thing, and sort of looking at your own values and your own ignorance to other people. And that's something that resonated with me, and that's why I I love this movie so much. Because it was really funny, and it was something that I enjoyed, but at the same time, I also felt um the sympathy and empathy that the character was kind of going through and sort of how he had to live his life with an enemy in a sense of himself of germany and like uh, and how he sort of looks at his mom to be the opposite of him but he loves her so much and sort of sees why she's doing this and the meaning of her um rebel against the germany state at this point um but i loved it i love this movie so much (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I just realized this um, right now, and I, I realized that they, or Taika Waititi, essentially, like, was giving us the lens of, um, yeah, what Nazis probably, like, the same type of childish ignorance Nazis, like, viewed Jews as, and, like, yeah, you yeah. viewed it in the lens of an actual child, mm-hmm. and, like, those thoughts in a sense are very childish like because you're not like yeah like grown up to like realize like yeah we're all we're all people and like you're all of the things that you're being fed are like lies and all of that stuff yeah the playfulness of the movie like now that you said that kind of goes into seeing this um situation through a kid's lens because it's like really playful it's like very ignorant in a way like jojo doesn't have any real problems yet you know he hasn't seen the world in the mature eyes which sort of sets the uh, feeling for this movie to be playful and sort of childlike in a sense um but yeah like just hearing the things that they believed or what they told them about yeah. jews and stuff was really funny it was like what if they read your mind or like, yeah, like how do you know it's a they jew breathe fire they're it's like they- i'll tell because of the horns like oh i forgot about the horns like it was like just this uh childlike wonder in a terrible place yeah and it's sort of um a duality in itself to flip the script on this kid's head and on what he believes in um 
but yeah, I love the fact that he had to live with something he was taught to hate, yeah. a Jewish person, and sort of how that person opened up her arms to Jojo in a sense and sort of uh, opened his eyes to her situation and the situations going on in Germany and how her mom, his mom helping her is like this connection between the two. Like, look, you're, there's a reason why your mom is helping me and you should see the fact that like Nazis Germany way of life is not the right way and I'm living in fear and living in this weird little um, wall space and I'm not doing this because I want to, it's because it's the only way I can survive. And it's sort of showing this, like, comparison between the two uh, lives and, like, how his way of thinking is so poisoned by Nazi Germany. Like, the part where he's like, I am of Aryan blood, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. And, like, she, like, overpowers him really quickly. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Snorkley is like, oh, yeah, the pure race, huh? And, like, closes the door. <laughs> the part was so great. Yeah, that was really funny. And, like, I, I like how, I mean, they didn't, it didn't get so serious that he, like, actually tried to kill her, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, right? No. Yeah. He never, yeah. Yeah. He never really tried to kill her, just, um, he kind of almost tried to kill her because of, like, the emotions he felt because of his mom, like. Yeah, He yeah. sort of felt Minus like. Minus that part. Yeah. But. She was the fault. She was, like, the reason why, um, his mom was dead and trying to, like, exert that anger out on someone but stops because he knows that's not the reason why that she's dead it's because of nazi yeah yeah, exactly yeah i just it was just so well balanced with all of like you know the conflicting like inner struggles of like everyone involved you know Mm -hmm. like his mom essentially became like an enemy in his eyes enemy of the state yeah but he still like loved her and he like you know was like trying to spend the whole movie or spend like that portion of the movie trying to figure out like why like she's doing this um and then at the same time like getting to know and like kind of falling in love with this like jewish girl you know yeah yeah falling in love with scarjo's character too is like oh man she's so tight (laughs) yeah i know she's like such a good mother and yeah her that was the best best character she's ever played so far yeah and it was cool to see the um the differences between the two like jojo was like oh so you're betraying the country or whatever but his mom's like no i'm just like trying to stand up for the little people i'm trying to stand up for the underdogs and like the sort of like opposing sides thing was really great because his mom never wavered at all like she never not smiled with him she never stopped being playful with him um she was like she could you could tell she was stressed out because obviously his dad's not there she has this nazi son and like (laughs) she sort of took it out when she like became the dad quote-unquote which is a really great scene um but still she managed to be this playful loving mother to him even like even at his own mindset like she still loved him and sort of nourished him as much as she could um like oh my god that is the best character ever and like it was a redeeming part for her because like now i'm like warming up the scott johansson yeah um and like it was so funny because like she's such a great mom and like it's so funny because it's like oh what are you doing are you drunk jojo <laughs> it's so funny doing, jojo? Like, i'm gonna leave you here come back tomorrow and, like, <laughs> oh so funny and like oh man leading up to her death i was like oh my goodness yeah josh and i were talking about this earlier just the way um like her every time her character was shown it was she was always introduced with like the, a shot of like her shoes so when the final like um scene of her re- of revealing her death it was just her shoes hanging in the air no. and you know 
that seems crazy because it's like this subtle but also hard-hitting way of showing yeah, that she's dead right you know it, it sh- never showed her, her face. face yeah it never showed her face but like because like when i first watched the movie like you see the feet and i'm like okay there's I was like, oh shit like <laughs> yeah. i was like i was like whose shoes are those I was like, oh shit who is mom's shoes who's like you like freak out and you feel for him so much oh my and god he starts hugging the shoes and, and then he good. tries to tie it but he can't tie oh it oh my god, god. <laughs> i forgot about that the whole oh, he can't tie god. his shoes oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness fuck dude oh man oh man in our feels oh. um <laughs> okay okay wait i'll ask that question again the okay so with everything that you felt for the movie and everything you experienced. Do you think the story needed to be told, and what did you get out of it? Um, I think the story did need to be told. Uh, what I got from it was just sort of somewhat of the mindset of how Nazi Germany was at that time. I'm sure this is like a whole dramatization, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sort of gave me a different view of how Nazi Germany was then and like how hiding in that wall could do to someone and sort of being away from your loved ones and being in this dire situation and also being living with the enemy. Um, as regards to like if the story needed to be told in the sense of like it being in Nazi Germany, I'm going to say it didn't have to be about Nazi Germany, but I think for it to sort of have an impact as it did, it needed to be about something so serious. Because mm, okay. um, I couldn't picture any other way the story could be told um, if it wasn't just flat out racist, you know? Like it was <laughs> yeah. just about a racist person and, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but I think my favorite part of this movie was the duality between the Jewish lifestyle at the time and the Nazi lifestyle at the time, especially being it through a lens of a boy. He has so much that he hasn't seen, and the and the playfulness of everything that's happening really, really shows the subject matter in a playful way, and sort of leads you to believe you're having a good time, and then all of a sudden it gets really serious. And I think it would it it wouldn't be the same if it wasn't about a kid, a, a little Nazi kid, and um, like I don't know. I think when it comes to the subject matter. It's hard to portray a story that isn't backed backed with some sort of history, and I think it being based off Nazi Germany, it sort of pulled in one pulled in the audience to watch this, pulled in the interest, and two, um, show a different side of the story that isn't like super depressing or sad. I don't think I've seen any movie that had to do with um, Nazi Germany at the time that wasn't really violent, that wasn't really sad or or whatever. Um, it this one was sad, but like. The other ones are very like hauntingly, <laughs> hauntingly sad and depressing. But I think um, how Taika handled the subject matter as regards to Nazi Germany and all that, I think it was handled really well. How do you feel about <laughs> what you asked me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I feel the same way. And I was gonna bring up like the same points that you did, saying like when you said there most movies about like Nazi Germany are either like really serious or really violent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this is the first movie where I've I've seen that has you like sympathizing with the with Nazis, I or with a specific type of Nazi, yeah. I guess, or the Germans, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, and Jewish people, and you kind of 
he did such a great job at like you making you see them on like as like one one people kind of thing right like they're like we're the same they're the same and i an interesting choice to make like um jojo's mom like basically a jewish sympathizer right because yeah. it, it'd be a totally different story if she was also a nazi fanatic. also true yeah. yeah but no it was like her son who was a nazi fanatic but mm-hmm. he's a child and he doesn't know any better yeah. um and yeah i thought i think that choice like the way like he wrote each character definitely like lent to the success of like just how this movie played out as a whole right I really like the part where the Jewish girl, Jewish girl, was like, "You're not a Nazi. You're just a guy. You're just a little kid trying to fit in." You're just and, a kid, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, with the quote, just trying to fit in. Yeah. Pretending. And then I loved, I loved his uh, his friend Yorkie. It's so funny. Oh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love the random like celebrity cameos i guess like i got rebel wilson oh yeah, yeah. right like even th- she wasn't in there for a while but just run there and shoot everyone that doesn't <laughs> look like us <laughs> <laughs> no my, i know a story of my uncle he got he turned into a drunk and cheated on his wife and he said it's because a jew hypnotized him <laughs> like oh yeah 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 and it's like adults saying like these ridiculous things and it's like yes the children believe these things too it's just funny that they sort of see jews as like this mythical creature right which is kind of what they did yeah what else do they have they have snake tongues they're like they could read your minds yeah (laughs) they sleep upside down like bats especially with like um jojo making you who jew the book you so funny um one thing i kind of had a problem with was uh he sort of had a total line between like f- not to sympathize with the nazis because yeah. there's a part with the guy that uh, had one eye that was like the the leader of the camp that was a drunk oh yeah you sort of like sympathize with him at the end because he helps jojo yeah and that, that was like, then you're like mm, yeah I was like, oh, you're yeah. still kind of a nazi though it doesn't change the, the facts here yeah yeah <laughs> But it was really sweet that he helped Jojo escape. Yeah. And then, but then I was like, wait a minute, this guy still, you know, believes what he believes. He just gotta help this kid. Um, did you think he knew that the girl was Jewish? I think he knew. For I think sure. yeah. Like judge, like even, like it kind of solidified that thought when he saved Jojo in the end. Oh really? Yeah. Because it was like, it it seemed like he was just. A guy who was trying to, or at that point, some guy just trying to get by it didn't really give a shit yeah. anymore. Um, he wasn't really like fully bought into like the whole Nazi, like you know, rhetoric. Because at that point, and like that point in the movie, it was like already in the last year of like that war, and it wasn't looking good for Germany. Yeah, yeah. And also felt like he, um he kind of knew everything that was happening. So, like, I don't... Oh, yeah, with the mom, right? Yeah, with the mom. So, like, for instance, like, you haven't seen the mom for a minute. It's, like, the next day. They don't know where the mom is. Um, And these, like, inspectors come in. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, And, like, over here to inspect. And then out of nowhere, he comes in. The commander guy comes in with his bike for whatever reason. And he's, like, (laughs) he's, like, oh, where's your mom at? Which which made me speculate. Mm -hmm. And then um, they're sort of inspecting all together. And, like, the fact that, like... He saw the Jewish girl's fake 
birth certificate. Um, and she she said it was the seventh when it was the first, mm-hmm. and seeing like sort of the inconsistencies of like what he remembers and doesn't remember, because mm-hmm. I'm guessing he knew the daughter. Like there was no way that yeah, it seemed like he was like an old family friend or yeah. whatever. And he definitely knew the daughter wasn't alive anymore. Yeah. So like it felt like he knew everything that was going on, but also protecting that fact and protecting JoJo and that girl, um, which is so interesting because like. At that point, I was scared that he's going to come back, you know, kill the girl, whatever, have this whole dramatic scene. Oh, really? Scene. Yeah, because I was like, oh, shoot, he knows, obviously. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Actually, yeah, you're right. I yeah. was scared. I was like, oh, my God. But then I kind of knew he wasn't going to do anything. I don't know. He's, uh, yeah, and he's, they sort of, like, made him dabble in him being gay as well. Oh, yeah. Which that is was interesting. interesting. Yeah, and, like, um, it's cool. I mean, it wasn't cool, but, like, it's interesting to think that, like, if he were gay the nazis wouldn't have wanted that so i think he kind of plays the part of also not wanting to be a nazi as well you know kind of like being parting playing the part but also like i know where my boundaries are as regards to like what i believe in and what i do and stuff like that yeah so i think that's why he sort of was more open to helping jojo even with the mom dead as well it sort of gave him more motivation to help him and help the jewish girl as well was an interesting choice kind of hinting at his like homosexuality yeah because I, w- I was like that has so many implications it's like oh okay he- he's like like you can't be straight and be like a like be like okay you know be human enough to sympathize and help out like a jewish person like you kind of or i don't know you know like it just has a lot of implications like that if there are movies in the future that handle very fragile subject matter mm-hmm. um, and comparing this movie, what what steps should directors take into not crossing that line? The line of like... Being offensive. Being offensive. I feel like, I think what Taiko Waititi did here was, yeah, really well done where it like didn't really offend anyone. Yeah. And I think, I think it's because he like, really leaned heavily on like the characters i guess the relationship between the characters as opposed to what was happening around them um i mean like not saying that wasn't a part of it but i think he did a really good job like focusing on like the heart of the story (coughs) and didn't get bogged down with like like, I don't know, small details or anything. And the com- it he was, like, pretty unapologetic, I guess, about, like, the comedy, you know? Like, it was, like, he, like, knew exactly what he was doing with in terms of, like, the quips and, like, how each character was, like, self-aware of themselves. Yeah. It was, like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, like, I don't know. Burn, I forgot. Gonna burn books later. <laughs> we're gonna burn books later. Haha. <laughs> and, like, the fact that it was framed as a satire really helped mm. with not offending anyone either. I think the unapologeticness, though, was more aimed at Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah. Apart from, like, unapologetic, like, Jew jokes and stuff like that. I think it was more focused on making fun of the enemies and making fun of the the sort of starving people and the the underdog i think it more focused on making fun of nazi germany than jewish people yeah i guess in this case like it was like okay to offend nazis because it's like yeah they're nazis you know and like i i feel like it's only this uh, specific 
like piece of history where it's like kind of okay to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know any other hated group in like all of history than like than like Nazi Germany that we can all get behind and collectively be like, yeah, fuck all of those people. <laughs> Because any other group, would, it's still, like, it, it's there's still a fence, you know? Yeah. I think, like, white supremacy, of course, is a good group. I think when Django made fun of it, the movie, yeah, had the KKK, true. that was pretty good. Um, but it's crazy that they centered this whole movie around Nazi Germany and pretty much not offending anyone in the process. I think uh, it was very interesting to see this movie and not be like oh like oh uncalled for kind of thing none of that happened yeah i i remember i just remembered reading this like reddit thread about how someone asked like oh like for like for germans out there how do you feel about or like how did the country like handle like basically the backlash of like you know nazi germany and all that um and the like answer was essentially like oh yeah our country has like taken steps to like acknowledge everything that's happened and what we've done and like they've like taken like i don't know legislative steps to make sure that never happens again and it's like things they learn about in school and like everybody in the country is like basically aware of like the mistakes that have been made Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's kind of why like no one's really offended about it including like german people because it's like continuously acknowledge in their like daily society and like it's something everyone is aware of and everybody knows and everyone like it's not something they're brushing under the rug kind of like how american history (laughs) brushes so many things under the rug and just does not mention in any history books that's so interesting i didn't know i didn't even take in the fact that like germany's would be offended by this movie um but it's (laughs) (laughs) but it's But it's interesting hearing the side of like how did you how did they deal with Nazis and how they're past and everything, and it's cool that they sort of like acknowledge it and they sort yeah. of recognize the fact that like this did happen and that um, yeah we're very a part of it but at the same time we're not the same people yeah. and we're gonna take these steps to avoid that which everyone should do which like, every especially America <laughs> like especially like certain religions like. They should really be very transparent about the issues and the reasons why people are offended. Um, and yeah, exactly like America, like there's no way that so we're going to recognize our fault and like yeah. put legislative action into that. Like there's no way. Um, of course, like I'm just speaking because I'm American, like I'm sure there are other countries that have the same problem. But like, yeah, thinking about it, like that's so cool that they recognize the problem. They put in the legislative they like put it as this like solid rule to you know avoid this problem again and sort of af- avoid offending these offending the people that were affected by this tragedy and like that's so interesting because i like i did not think yeah. of like oh maybe germany will be offended <laughs> I just thought I'm like, like who would be uh, completely offended by the nazi yeah, exactly <laughs> um yeah i think it's like yeah i i just remembered that that thread and they it was like a it was a cultural like shame that they wear like on like that's not like obvious but it's just like this cultural shame umbrella they're all under and they're all fully accepted and it's like yes 
we fucked up a group of people a long time yeah. ago, and we're accepting that. We're but we're not going to do the same we're problem. On. Yeah. yeah, sorry. We know. We know. We know. <laughs> Germany, we know. <laughs> we understand. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, don't. Please don't put that in. Please edit that out. It's <laughs> really funny though. <laughs> Overall, Jojo Rabbit, a great, great film, really handles the subject matter well, especially being as serious as this tragedy and sort of playing at the fact of being a child a child during this time and being on the Nazi side and sort of seeing the different uh, shoes that could be walked in as regards to like being a Jewish sympathizer, being a Jew in general, and then sort of being on the fence about like what you're believing in. Um, I really like this playful look of playful look that Taika Waititi made with this film. Definitely one of my top ones. It really hit me really hard, and like <laughs> just like thinking about it now, talking about it now, getting a little teary eyed. Um, but a great, great film. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see what Taika Waititi has in store next. And if any of you are thinking of making an offensive movie, make sure you do it right. I don't want to be offended and want to picket signs. I don't want any offensive nature. Just make sure you know what you're doing. Like Taika Waititi. And thank you all for listening, everyone. My name is Josh Andicho. You can follow me at The Space Wolf. And I'm Carmela. And you can follow me at Catmela O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Thank you all for listening, and keep on watching, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>